say it's an honor and privilege to have my grandmother with us here this evening. My grandma Taylor. And uh, she was already planning to be out in this area, in the Kentucky area. And so about seven hours, seven and a half hours for us. So well, get one way ticket. We'll come get you, stay a few weeks, and then we'll send you back when we're ready to send you back. She may be here for a few months, I don't know. She's with us here this evening. It's an honor to have her with me tonight. Hallelujah. We miss, we miss Grandpa. And, uh, but his legacy still lives in her. The passion that woman has for God and the things of God. Some of my fondest memories. Waking up in the middle of the night and hearing Grandma pray. Go back to sleep, wake up a little later, and hear praying again. Remember this kid asked me when I said, No. Did you pray all night? She said, No, man. Sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night, I just start praying. And I'll pray myself to sleep. Sometimes I wake myself up several times and I pray myself back to sleep. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Appreciate her being here. She was always my biggest fan. Still is one of my biggest fans. And uh, she had to settle for second places in the fan number. My wife is my biggest fan. And I thank God for her. Appreciate her and my family and my kids. They're, they're the reason I'm here today. But second, to the Lord, the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses from all unrighteousness. He's the reason I'm here. That group right there is the second reason. I'm up on my feet. Hallelujah. Still serving God. I love him tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Holy. say too before I get into my message and read my text and appreciate the Davis family. They're just they're my extended family. And uh known Brother Davis my whole life and he was one of my mentors as a young minister. I'd call him, talk to him, confide in him. And uh, I knew he was always praying for us. Tammy was always a second mom to me. And um, I appreciate them. I love them very dearly. And I'll, I'll never forget. Um, he'd stop by here about almost five years ago. He's fixing to make a move and move to Alabama and sit in Brother Davis's living room right there in his trailer. He looked at me. And son, I still believe it. And I've never stopped him. I don't know what that does for you that day. Those days. I appreciate your confidence. And I know you do. Amen. I've had the honor of having Brother Davis now as a pastor for a few months. Now Brother Jared is my pastor. So I've had the whole Davis family as my, as my pastor. Amen. Couldn't ask for any better. 
want them to know how much we love and appreciate them and their confidence in us and the, the whole church family here. We've only been here for this office to be here. And you've welcomed us with open arms. You've loved us. And you've, you've accepted us. And you've treated my kids good. You young people have just treated my kids as one of the youth group. And I appreciate that. And uh, we love you. We do. We, we love you. We appreciate our, our church family here tonight. But the Lord's going to help us here this evening. Turn, if you, if you would, to in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter number 9. Got three page places of scripture I want to read from just to set my foundation. I'm not going to preach from all three of them, but just to set the foundation of my title, what I want to preach to us this evening. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 to 26. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11. Philippians chapter 3 and verse 14. Paul writes to the Corinthian church, 1 Corinthians, he says, verse 24, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize, so run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things, now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. Then the first statement of Paul in this 26th verse, he says, I therefore so run. I therefore so run, not as uncertain. Ecclesiastes 9 and 11. The writer writes and makes this statement. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. If that don't defy all logic, I don't know what does. Because I wouldn't step my foot on the track and run in a race with runners if I was slow. And I wouldn't crawl in a ring with a boxer if I was weak. So it defies all physical logic, doesn't it? See, we've got to not think with the physical and think with the spiritual here this evening. The aspect in which Paul is trying to leave with us. In Philippians 3 and 14, he said, I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So we have a mark, there's a prize, and he pressed. A race, not talking about speed, not talking about strength, but there is a race. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. How many times ever run in races when you were a kid? Races on, on the school ground? You know, I'll get out there, get the line up. And what's all the kids are out there like, and someone at the other, down at the end of the playground, 
They'd throw their head up there. And what would they scream out? What's the common things kids will say? On your mark, get set, be a long pause. Yeah. They go, on your mark, get set, go. I want to preach tonight, Lord be in my helper. On your mark, get set, go. Stretch your hands towards heaven. Ask the Holy Ghost to help us here this evening, Father. We love you. We thank you for this opportunity that we have to preach the word of God and to these fine people. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way. Do only what you can do. I'm nothing without you. A mere man behind a mere wooden podium this evening. I'm leaning on you. I'm leaning on you. The Holy Ghost and the move of God that touched my mind, my heart, my body, my voice, my my strength, Lord, give me what, what I need to preach this tonight. Move by your Holy Ghost, Lord. Move in these altars most of all. Touch somebody. Meet us here tonight. You're already here. I already feel you, Lord. Just do what only you can do. I give you the praise and the glory and the honor that's rightfully due unto you. Everyone said amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we look at our passage of Scripture that we started out reading here this evening, 1 Corinthians, the ninth chapter, Paul being the, the writer and the author. No, knowing a little bit about Paul and his writings, the epistles in the New Testament, Paul is, is, is accredited to the majority of them, and most of his epistles was written behind bars, in prison. It's awful hard to argue with a man about running when he's writing from a prison cell. He's writing to the church in, in Corinth as he always did to encourage them, push them, to prod them, to press them out of their comfort zone, to push them forward, constantly driving them to be the best that they can be. To not settle for less than what God has in store for them. Constantly pushing and prodding them. How do you argue with the man that writes you a letter and says don't give up the fight? Don't quit. When he signed the letter and it was delivered by a Roman guard because he, he couldn't deliver it. He had to have a guard delivered to, to them. How do you argue with the letter like that? How do you tell a man that's sitting in prison, well I just don't feel like it today. I don't know if I have the strength to carry on. And here he just got beaten and thrown into prison. Minutes he said he was he was beaten, he was in prison, he was shipwrecked, he was day and night in the deep. He he suffered hunger, he suffered nakedness, no clothes, no food, no nothing. He said, but yet he strove for the excellency of Christ. Was constantly telling him, don't let today's struggle. Keep you from your purpose of today. Don't let the devil keep you from accomplishing what you set out to accomplish today. Just because you have it a bad day, we all have them. But you get up and strive for the race. Get in the race. Get your running shoes. 
race. Activate yourself in this race. Hallelujah. There's only one person that can activate you. That's Christ. What is the qualifications for this race? They better see how I'm not equipped. I don't have the qualifications to run this race. I can't sing. I can't preach. I can't teach a Sunday school class. I can't, I, can't, I can't do anything for God. I'm limited in my abilities. There is no set criteria. The only thing that matters is this. Christ will activate you into this race. The activation is this. Whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That is your activation into this race. No one can tell you you can't put no running shoes on and run in this race. The blood is your activation. The blood qualifies you. I don't care what you've done. It don't matter your past. It don't matter your failures. The blood activates you. Into this race, Christ the Son, look at Calvary. Get your running shoes on and run. You're not qualified. You're not gifted. You, they can't sing or they can't speak. <coughs> We're looking for someone with talent. God ain't worried about talent, He's worried about design. Your talent is not what's going to get God's attention, but your desire and your hunger for Him will. Come on, somebody. Young people, don't feel like you have to sing or play an instrument or do something special. God's just looking for a desire, for a hunger for Him. God's looking for a desire to get out and run. It doesn't matter how you run. Is it all you're running today? Glory to God. God said, I want to activate some runners in this place tonight. You've got to get yourself activated in this run, in this race. <laughs> Running the race requires action. It's a moving forward motion, not backwards. You have to move forward. It's progress. Like I said, it's not about how far you go today. It's just, did you run today? What did you do today to run in this race? You, I've never seen a race where the runners lined up backwards. Some of these kids would turn around, other kids would turn around and run backwards. Give the little slower kids a chance and try to outrun them backwards, and some of them can. But you can't run backwards from very far. And if you got in a race and turned around backwards, the crowd would laugh you to school. But you turn in your face the finish line. You're not worried about what's behind you or how yesterday's race went or last month's race win, or last year's race win, or three hours ago race win. Your focus is today. And I'm not looking behind me, but I'm looking forward, and I'm going to 
sometimes in life, things move slowly. I'll, I'll admit that. I understand that concept. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get the business something going. Trying to start a family. Trying to start a new career. Trying to get through college. You can't go to one, one two days of class and go start a degree. No. Most of it's in at least a year or a semester. But for the majority, it's a two to three, maybe four year process. But you gotta start. Come on, somebody. You gotta start somewhere. Glory to God. If you never start, you never progress. If you never start, you never go finish. But if you start, you make it headway. I may only be one step ahead today, but when I look back, I'm one step further than I was yesterday. So I thank God that I'm in the race. I thank God that I'm active in the race. I thank God He didn't give up on me yesterday because I'm still running today. I'm moving forward. Glory to God. We, we hear that statement. Some of you kind of looking at the funny. Maybe, maybe, maybe some of you in these kids said something else. Maybe everyone lined up and someone just said, go! But the famous phrase when I was a kid, someone say, on your mark! Get set! Go! That was the three phrase that everyone said when we drank the race. On your mark! Get set! Go! On your mark. Get set. Go. These <laughs> four young boys right here. Come, come on, have a seat. Boys, what happened? No, these four right back here. These young ones right here. Come here. Come here. You guys want to run a race? You want to help me? Right here, side by side. Side by side. We're over here where everyone can see you. Alright? You're off. Awesome. Run back there. Give Brother Gates a high five. And run back, okay? You ready? On your mark! Get set! Yeah. Oh. 
Get you off your mark, but I can have a bad day here. But if I'm sitting on 
just find it, but he's set. If you ain't set there, you're set somewhere. <laughs> the Holy Ghost cannot say go or thrust you out to go if you're not set. Knowing does not mean you're ready. You gotta be sick. You gotta have your focus in life. Uh, am I sick for this race? <coughs> you're hot for this race. You're chosen for this race. You're on fire for this race. You're excited about the race. <coughs> you sing about the race. You shout about the race. We testify, but I just set for the race. Have you heard the word go? 
doing so good. Let's go. 
run well. It's not about the quantity, but it's the quality of the run. It's not about time. It's about getting there and how you got there. Starting run. They say, well, it don't matter how you start, it's how you finish. Yes, it does matter how you start. I understand that to a certain degree. It, that has some meaning to it. I'm not disclosing that total. But it matters how you start, boys. Right. 